the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Kamala Harris. Let's face it. Just a few minutes ago, Joe Biden tweeted that he has made his choice for a vice presidential running mate, and it is Kamala Harris. Uh, maybe uh, that explains why she did what she did to her face. Or maybe the next time I see her, her face won't look so strange. But a couple of weeks ago, she showed up on TV looking like a completely different person. It was very strange. It's her right to do whatever she wants to do to her face. And it really probably doesn't matter to her that I think she was much better looking a month ago. But, you know, her face probably won't be much of an issue with the campaign. But anyway, you know, she, it's, it's, an, it's, it's a topic. Interestingly enough, we do have uh, Trump 2020 Communications Director Tim Murtaugh coming up in a few minutes. We'll get his take on it and maybe find out about the plan of attack. This might be the second most important news item of the day, by the way. The first uh, just might be that the Big Ten has canceled all fall sports. That means no football for Penn State as of this moment, which means that there's a possibility that in November we could have Joe Biden, president-elect, Kamala Harris, vice president-elect, and no college football. That's a, it's a pretty depressing proposition, but it's all out there right now. And, of course, this is a different vice presidential pick because Joe Biden is very, very old. And uh, the last poll I saw, I think it was 59% of voters think that Biden will not finish out his first term, will not finish out his first. That's a lot of people. I didn't see any polls on how many people believe that Joe Biden will forget who he picked by tomorrow morning. But uh, that, of course, is also a possibility. And I, I was kind of uh, rooting for Congresswoman Bass, the one from California. She's a communist who's a big fan of Fidel Castro. And that would have been fun to have her on the ticket. I mean, we have I don't we've never had an actual communist. Well, we may have had some, but we didn't know that they were. But she pretty much out there supporting Fidel Castro and loved Cuba. But anyway, starting today, lots of people are going to have to get used to the idea of Kamala Harris being the first female president of the United States. And based on the way Joe Biden has been acting for the last several months, she could end up being the nominee for president by the time November 3 gets here. I mean, it's still a little less than three months away. And if you've seen Joe, you know what I mean. She has a lot of baggage, just like Joe. And, of course, she called Joe a racist during the first debate. Her campaign really fizzled out when she didn't come across as a very good debater. And the Republicans are going to try to expose her as um, someone who was very tough on crime and sent a lot of blacks to prison. But that's not going to help because she's going to get the black vote no matter what. Although uh, Donald Trump may have already moved that needle a little bit with black voters. She doesn't give the Republican city, uh, uh, the uh, I'm sorry, the Republican um, uh, geographic advantage. She's from California, and California is going to vote Democrat and, and would have voted Democrat if Franco Harris was picked as Biden's running mate. Matter of fact, she might he might do better here in western Pennsylvania with Franco. Anyway, um, she would have to, uh, she went really after Brett Kavanaugh pretty hard during those hearings, and she went after the guy who exposed Planned Parenthood in California for selling baby parts. This probably isn't going to uh, thrill Bernie Sanders people very much either. Uh, she's not nearly radical enough for them. They would have preferred the communist, any communist. And uh, Bernie's people were never thrilled about Biden. The co-chair of his uh, Bernie's presidential campaign, Nina Turner, compared voting for Biden to, quote, eating a bowl of poop, only she didn't say poop. It'll be interesting to find out what Nina says. It'll be like uh, eating, what, what it's going to be like eating to uh, vote for Kamala Harris. If I'm not mistaken, uh, she also had an issue with sending parents to jail, I think it was, when their kids didn't show up at school. That seems a little harsh. All this is going to come out during the campaign ad nauseum. Meanwhile, in America, it's uh, we're all waiting to find out if we're going to have college football. And here in Western PA, we're still waiting to find out if we're going to have high school football. I have a feeling that people care more about that right now than they do about who Joe Biden picked as his running mate. Anyway, 
I'm uh, When I come back, Donald Trump's communication director, Tim Murtaugh, will be here with his reaction to Joe's pick. Stick around. Worried about deductibles and co-pays, dental or vision? How about elective procedures? Marley Financial has got you covered. This is John Stoggerwald. Marley Financial is now offering a new health savings account that can be used for anything health-related, anything, co-pays and deductibles, any prescription, even elective procedures. Marley's new turbocharged health savings account can set you free of high premiums and out-of-pocket expenses. There's even a company matching component that can provide two or even three to one in benefits. And because it's a contribution, not a premium, your value stays with you for the rest of your life. And if you recently lost your job and your health benefits, Marley has programs to get you the coverage you need when you need it most. Call Marley Financial today at 724-884-1496 and ask about their new turbocharged health savings account. That's 784-884-1496. Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace at MarleyFG.com. Audiences everywhere are saying Uncle Tom is a must-see movie. Fantastic. Absolutely wonderful. Excellent. Breathtaking. A movie that is changing hearts and minds. I really feel inspired. We're going to put up statues because of what this film may do. An eye-opening masterpiece of the real history of America. They want to cover up history. I didn't study that kind of stuff when I was in history. They are actively learning their history wrong. Why have you hidden this from me? Starring Larry Elder. And Uncle Tom is somebody who has sold out by embracing the white man. Candace Owens. I'm a black female. I should be at the top of the progressive stack. Brandon Tatum. They believe that I want to be accepted in the white community. Kind of like the house Negro back in slavery. And Herman Cain. As my late grandfathers used to say, I does not care. These are the voices of the movie Uncle Tom. Purchase now at UncleTom.com. Use promo code Pittsburgh for 20% off. Hey, John Stoggerwald here. I'm just here to tell you how much I love my pillow and how it's changed my sleep. Check out the new mattress topper. That's really amazing. Now, I don't know if I love my pillow or the my pillow mattress topper more. Get a my pillow mattress topper and get some of the best sleep of your life. Now, it comes with a 10 year warranty and a cover that's washable and dryable. And it's made in the USA and backed with Mike Lindell's 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com and save 30%. Use promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087. When you do, Mike gives you two standard MyPillows free. That's MyPillow.com, promo code STAG, or call 800 716 8087. The home of the brave and the land of the free. This means more to us today than it ever has. And with this pandemic, our military families are sacrificing in many ways most of us can't imagine, all to ensure safety for us and our families for generations to come. Well, Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son owners of Relief Factor, have shown they love our military families too. By starting Honor Bound Coffee, they've committed one hundred percent of the profits to support and serve well-deserving military families honor bound coffee is a premium coffee at about 40 percent less than other premium coffees and is roasted to order and ship nearly immediately right to your door month after month with a 100 percent no hassle cancellation policy to get started pete and seth know you'll love it so they're offering 50 percent off your first order that's right 50 percent off your first order with 100 percent of the profits going to serve and support military families like through the semper Fi fund premier coffee with a purpose only at honorboundcoffee.com honorboundcoffee.com you're listening to the john Staggerwald show on am 1250 the answer Well, it's an every other Tuesday, and that means it's time for Tim Murtaugh, the uh, Trump communications director, uh, the communications director for the Trump 2020 campaign. And uh, we have some interesting news here, Tim. Thanks for being here for your biweekly visit. Sure. Uh, happy to uh, do so, Somebody named yeah. Kamala Harris is going to be uh, <laughs> on your mind a bit for the next almost three months, I guess. Yeah, it seems like Joe Biden finally got his uh, got his 
his way around to making his decision. He seemed to have dithered with it a little bit. But uh, what we know now is that uh, Joe Biden has selected as his running mate someone who not very long ago uh, called him a racist and asked for an apology that uh, I don't think she ever received. And so, you know, I mean, Kamala Harris, we know, is uh, is a phony and uh, she will abandon her own principles and she'll be trying to bury her own record as a prosecutor because they all have to appease the anti-police extremists who are now controlling the Democrat Party. And uh, it's also important to remember that voters already rejected her once. You know, she ran for president herself and, uh, and, and didn't make the cut. And now here she is latching on to, to Joe Biden. And this is just further proof that Joe Biden is an, an empty vessel here. And really what he signed with Kamala Harris is a political living will, really, because he said that uh, it won't be long before he turns over the keys to whoever his running mate is. Yeah. And um, as you said, she uh, I'm trying to remember how quickly she did uh, disappear from the from the primaries, uh, from the you know from the campaign, it was pretty quickly. I mean, there, she was one of the early ones to drop out, wasn't she? So that that doesn't sound like the base is all that excited about her. No, and I, and I think I think you'll have problems the same ones that Joe Biden's got. The base is not excited about Joe Biden either. I mean, he truly is an, an empty vessel that the left is pushing along, and they're filling him. Uh, with their agenda. He's a Trojan horse candidate, and, and Kamala Harris's selection uh, today is more proof of that. They're gonna, they're, they'll just surrender the nation to the, to the radical left. We're talking about $4 trillion in tax increases, cutting police funding, killing energy jobs, and, and absolutely no enforcement of our borders on the immigration policy. So it'll be wide open borders. And uh, they'll go back to the Obama administration's policies of appeasing socialist dictators in places like Cuba and elsewhere. And so, John, for the, for the Pittsburgh area and western Pennsylvania, I mean, their position and their absolute hostility to the natural gas industry and fracking has got to be something that Pennsylvanians sit up and take notice of because they are, Biden and Harris, are coming after your jobs if you work in the natural gas industry, and that's a big deal. Yeah, and uh, the New York Times and the story uh, just a few minutes ago when they uh, reported that, that she had been the, the choice referred to her as a pragmatic, <laughs> a pragmatic moderate. That's well, that, that, that's, yeah. uh, uh, you know, if, that, if she's a moderate, then well, I guess maybe she is uh, uh, compared to the communists that they were considering. Bass from California, who, who I was rooting for, by the way. Yeah, I mean, that would have been a fun one, too. But, I mean, look, let's not forget about Karen Bass, because the very fact that Joe Biden had Karen Bass on his short list and was actively considering her to be vice president, this is a woman who went down to Cuba with American militants to train to learn how to be guerrillas, right, guerrilla tactics, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, in, um, to be militants back in the United States. And she mourned the death of uh, Fidel Castro, just pro pro-Castro, pro-communist Cuba. The fact that Joe Biden ever had anybody like that on his list is disqualifying in itself. And so, you know, so his, his ultimate choice is uh, Kamala Harris. And I think we all know exactly what happened during the, the primaries and voters rejected her. Democrat voters didn't find her uh, to, to their liking. And so now that Joe Biden, interestingly enough, uh, he's failed running for president twice already himself. And he's selected as a running mate, somebody who has uh, failed once already herself. So, what, you know, what a couple of winners they've got there. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, though, Tim, as, as communications director and someone who is out there uh, researching and, you know, trying to communicate to people why they not just why they should vote for Donald Trump, which is what you mainly do, but but why they shouldn't vote for these two. Um, how, how different is it going to be for you because of Don, uh, because Joe Biden has pretty much said he's going to be a one term guy? He's going to be, what, 78 uh, on the, the day he's uh, inaugurated if he would win, which would mean he'd be, you know, 80 years old halfway into his first term. Uh, so this isn't just any vice presidential pick. This is uh, he made a choice of someone who he is telling everybody is ready to become president in 15 minutes. The guy's 78 years old, you know. 
Yeah, that's why, I mean, we, we had said before, leading up to this announcement, that it didn't matter to us which one, which name came out of the jar for Joe Biden to pick, because whoever it would be would serve to push him further left and, and help the extremists be more in control of his agenda. That's true. But the selection really should be seen as, as pretty consequential, because he has described himself, Joe Biden has described himself as a transition candidate, that if he were to be president, he hasn't promised that he would seek a second term. He actually actively avoids answering questions about that. And so he's made it pretty clear that he is going to be uh, you know, sooner rather than later uh, really turning the reins over to whoever his number two would be. And that's why we say that he's effectively entered a political living will with, with uh, now Kamala Harris as his choice now, because he, we, we don't believe that there's really very much evidence that he's in charge of his own campaign. He's in charge of the agenda and the issues that he's running on. Uh, we think the radical left is in charge of that. And now that he's got Kamala Harris as his running mate, we think that uh, she's pretty much in charge of the ticket. Do you think he got the call today and said, Joe, you just picked Kamala Harris? <laughs> I mean, that well may be true. It could be that his staff told him who his pick was going to be, and um, you yeah. know they had maybe run it down to him in the basement and, and hand him a note. Or maybe he had it written down on a piece of scrap paper, and it took him this long to find it. I don't know. And then there's always a chance that he's going to forget tomorrow uh, that, that he's um, that who he named or picked. Um, so uh, moving on to something else here, I see the president uh, actually got some criticism for being too slow <laughs> This is my favorite from today. I don't remember who did it, but it was somebody on Twitter, uh, and it was a serious person. I said that the president was too slow in getting out of the room yesterday when he got the word from the Secret Service that someone had been shot outside the White House. So, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what the president, you know, the critics of the president, they're, they're never going to be happy. I think what the president showed yesterday was uh, a cool, calm and collected demeanor where the Secret Service agent came up and said, Mr. President, we'd like to get you out of here. The president wanted to know what was going on. But then he, you know, he trusts the professionalism of the Secret Service and he went with him. And, and when he returned to the briefing room, uh, you know, somebody said, oh, Mr. President, were you rattled by that? And he said, do I look rattled? And so, I mean, I think I think what the president showed there was was calm in a very uncertain situation. And that's precisely what people would, should should expect from their president. Absolutely. So I think I think the president's uh, a actions during that event yesterday were exemplary. Now, I see that he spent a lot of time on uh, Fox Sports Radio today with Clay Travis of uh, Outkick.com. Uh, why is he? And, and by the way, in case you didn't hear, the Big Ten—you may have been busy with other things—but the Big Ten has canceled all fall sports. So, um, uh, just uh, recently. So, why is uh, the president so strongly in favor of college football going on as scheduled? That's what he talked about today on uh, sports radio. Yeah, well, I mean, the president has for a long time been been very insistent that we th this country has to get back to normal life and normal activity uh, as soon as possible. That involves the economy. It involves kids going back to school so that kids can keep learning, can't keep them out of school for an entire calendar year, and so that parents can go back to work and know that their kids will be in school. And uh, he has long said that he thinks that college sports and professional sports should also uh, get back to action because, because America, you just can't stay they shut down indefinitely. Uh, that does real harm to our economy, and that comes with real health problems, even beyond what the coronavirus causes. And so what, what Joe Biden and the Democrats want to present to Americans is that it's an either-or choice. Either you can stay safe or we can reopen things. And we, the president just doesn't think that's true. You don't have to choose one or the other. You can be safe. And you can reopen. And I think the, the fact that the economy is already roaring back with three consecutive record job creation months that we've just seen in May, June, and July, uh, that's proof that the president approach has been working and will continue to work. So, you know, he, he wants everybody to get back to, back to normal. He wants to see football again. And uh, I know he tweeted about that, and he told uh, Clay Travis that as well. Now, I, um, uh, along those same lines, um, uh, somewhat related to that anyway, my favorite news story today is that uh, Dr. Scott Atlas has joined the Coronavirus Task Force at the White House. For people who don't know about him, uh, he's been a guy who's been pushing for things to be open for a long time and saying that the total lockdowns are a disaster. Uh, what does this mean, Tim, that he's there now, and uh, what does it mean for Dr. Fauci? 
Well, I, I'm not going to get involved in, in describing what it means for things that go on on the official side in the White House. I mean, yeah. I would just say that the president, uh, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, and, and anyone associated with the coronavirus task force has, has said that the president has made all of the decisions all along the way uh, based on the best medical advice and the, the best uh, scientific evidence that the experts around him are giving him when he makes his decisions. Uh, for example, the decision to limit travel and restrict travel from China at the very beginning of this, way back in January, Every, every medical expert agrees that that saved countless thousands of American lives, and we know that. We also know that had Joe Biden been president at that time, he would not have done that. He would have let travel continue from China. He called the president's decision xenophobic and racist and fear-mongering, so we know he wouldn't have done that. And therefore, we know that we would be in a much worse position today if Joe Biden had been president back in January, and thank God he was not, and thank God it was Donald J. Trump in the White House instead. Now, I have another sports angle for you, and might be a little tip, uh, some, um, some uh, unsolicited advice from me for your campaign. Um, I saw Tucker Carlson mention this issue uh, last night on his show of biological men com- competing against women in sports, and he said he was disappointed that the Republicans aren't making a big enough issue about this. Uh, and I've, I've been on this for a long time here on this show, and I think it's a big winner for Republicans here in western Pennsylvania. Connor Lamb, the uh, candidate for Congress, uh, the incumbent, he, has, uh, he voted for the Equality Act, which would allow uh, men to compete against women. And uh, Sean Parnell, who's running against him, has been very much against it. And I, I really think that, especially in this area, a situ- an issue like this is not a small issue to people. A lot of pe- parents here have girls competing in sports. And uh, uh, would you guys, are you guys going to be harping on this a little bit between now and November? Well, you know, I'm not going to forecast and, and dict, uh, sort of telegraph strategy, but yeah, right. I mean, that sounds. I mean, it sounds like something that comes right out of the Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden unity agenda. There's, there's a lot of crazy, crazy stuff in there, and then uh, you know, first among among them is the Green New Deal, which, as we already talked about, would wipe out right. 350,000 jobs uh, in uh, Pennsylvania alone. Then you've got the open borders policy. They're going to support sanctuary cities, actually promote the idea of local law enforcement uh, not cooperating with immigration authorities. And then there's the whole defund the police movement. Joe Biden has openly said, yes, absolutely, he would redirect funding from local police to other areas of government. And you see the craziness in in, uh, Portland and Seattle and uh, and all the uh, other riots and absolutely Chicago, just the lawlessness that's going on. And Joe Biden is too weak to stand up to the anti-police crowd that is running the Democrat Party today. So, you know, those are the things that really affect people uh, in their communities, in their in their on their streets and in their homes. And uh, and, you know, and I would say in schools, parents want to get the kids back to school again. And Joe Biden and uh, the big labor teachers union, uh, they want to keep the schools closed. I got a little less than I got about a minute and a half, Tim. Uh, uh, Governor Cuomo on, on July 13th said anybody who would open the schools now was irresponsible and reckless. And uh, then on Friday he announced that he's opening the schools. <laughs> I got about a minute. What changed? Well, I think he started to hear from from parents. You know, and parents know that. Listen, you can't just have kids stay home from school and miss one entire year of their education. You just can't do that. It's bad for them, uh, of course, intellectually. It's bad for them mentally. Their mental state is affected by not being around their their friends and kids of their own age. It's bad for them physically, and it's bad for parents to not have the certainty that kids are going to go back to school here in just a few weeks all around the country so that parents have that certainty and, and that they can go back to work as well as we see the economy really coming back to life. So, I mean, I think uh, early on, a lot of Democrats thought they were playing political games, and the president said he was for opening schools, and so naturally that meant that these Democrats had to be against it. And I think uh, Governor Cuomo is now seeing that uh, the president was right. Yet again, the president was right, and we can open the schools and we can reopen them safely. And Mayor de Blasio said the same thing. Uh, Tim, I'm out of time. Great to have you on, especially today with the big news. And have fun with Kamala, or is it Kamala? I can never remember. Harris, I'll see you in two weeks. Thanks. Great. Thanks, John. Okay, we'll be back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. 
Democrat Joe Biden has named California Senator Kamala Harris as his running mate, making history by selecting the first black woman to compete on a major party's presidential ticket. The Big Ten Conference has announced that it will not play football this fall. It will explore playing in the spring, and the Pac-12 Conference has now said it is also canceling fall football season, postponing all sports until January 1st because of COVID-19. President Trump says the coronavirus has soured his relationship with Chinese President Xi, the virus originating in China. The confirmed number of coronavirus cases in the world has now reached 20 million. The president also tells the Hugh Hewitt Show on the Salem Radio Network he'll continue to be tough on Iran and China in a second term. This is SRN News. This is good news, maybe exactly when you need it to. Right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fees. This could save you money on top of all that you'll save each month by becoming a member of MediShare. So many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now, seeing the cost of COBRA plans, for instance. And MediShare is the affordable alternative to health insurance. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and because of the current economic situation, they're making it easier than ever. Apply by August 31st, and you can save an additional $170 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to receive your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch, like more than 400,000 people already have, and start saving. Here it is. Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Jay Sekulow and crew speculate over Biden's VP choice. Because of his age, this VP is important for two reasons. Because, one, it would be someone that has to ensure people thinking about voting for Biden that they could run the country. And then, two... They're going to be campaigning in a very different way, almost virtually. So they've got to be someone who is used to doing that. Jay Sekulow Live, weeknights at 6, right before Larry Alder at 7, at AM 1250. The Answer. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. Gold prices keep climbing and just hit an all-time high. COVID-19 and battered global economies are sending investors to the safe haven of physical gold to avoid losing value in their IRAs, 401ks, and stocks. Don't stand on the sidelines and wonder what the stock market is going to do next. Protect and grow your financial future today with a call to American Bullion, the leader in gold investments. You have valid concerns and we have simple solutions for all needs and budgets. In fact, we specialize in first-time gold buyers as well as veterans. Find out about American Bullion's hassle-free process to transfer any portion of your IRA, 401k, or stocks into the long-term safety of a gold IRA today. Call 800-GOLD-IRA and ask for our free gold guide. That's 800-465-3472. 800-GOLD-IRA. Grow your financial future with the rising value of physical gold and protect Protect yourself during this worldwide crisis. Call the leader, American Bullion, 800-GOLD-IRA. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Seeing a heavy delay on the inbound Parkway East, Forest Hills to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel might be closed to an extra 10 minutes to get through it. Also on the inbound side, a little busy into the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway West, only minor delay into the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Squirrel Hill, Wilkins Avenue, it's under construction at Beeler Street to South Dallas Avenue. Ross Township shut down on Babcock Boulevard between Evergreen Road and 19. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Cloudy and 
humid. Tonight, low 67. For tomorrow, sunshine, high 87. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, low 67. For Thursday, humid with clouds and sun with an afternoon shower or thunderstorm in spots, high 84. Friday, a shower or thunderstorm in the afternoon, high 88. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. So, uh, Kamala Harris is the uh, nominee for Vice President of the United States. And that will be uh, the big story tonight on uh, cable news. And you'll be hearing the, uh, the CNNs and the MSNBCers. They will be talking about what a moderate she is and what a brilliant choice she is, and they'll forget everything that happened in the debates. And Joe has to forget everything that happened in the debates because she called him a racist. And, well, she said, I don't think you're a racist, but you sure acted like one. It's basically what she said during the debates. Um, so um, that's where we are on that, and uh, I think it should be interesting to see um, how what's, what I asked Tim about, that this is not – like uh, nobody knew who Tim Kaine was, in case you've forgotten, he was the uh, uh, choice for Hillary Clinton. Nobody knew or cared anything about him, even though Hillary was no spring chicken when she ran. But um, nobody cared about him. But this is different. This guy's seventy-seven years old. He's going to be seventy-eight by the time January rolls around, and he's inaugurated if he wins. And 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 anybody who's seen him try to put together two or three sentences without sounding like a, a babbling idiot knows that the guy is slipping. I'm not saying he's totally senile or incapable of functioning, but we're talking about August of 2010 uh, as opposed to um, uh, 2020 as opposed to January of 2021. That's uh, what, five months from now. Um we don't know what he's going to be like then, and if he keeps slipping. So this this person who he picked is a um, is a choice for president in say twenty twenty three maybe, if not sooner. So that's uh, that's the way that's going to be looked at, and that's the way the uh, Republicans are going to attack him. As I mentioned earlier to uh, at the end of the interview with Tim Murtaugh, uh, I think this is pretty good news. Um, the Trump administration has brought in. Dr. Scott Atlas. And by the way, uh, you heard, in case you missed the news just before I came on here after the break, uh, the Pac-12 has also canceled fall sports. Now, they're saying until January 1st, both uh, Big Ten and, and the Pac-12. And I would, I'm would, i going to be surprised if the other conferences don't pack it in. But anyway, they're, they're still the ACC, Pitt's conference, still saying they're going to do it. But um, Keep in mind that January 1st, the same thing goes for high schools, which haven't been canceled yet around here, high school sports. January 1st um, wipes out the beginning of basketball season for colleges, too. They start playing basketball in, I don't know, late November. Um, and that means that, you know, practices and everything that goes on with getting ready for college basketball and all the other non basketball sports on college campuses, hockey in many places. Um, they're, that's a big deal at a lot of schools. Um, they're not going to be able to prepare for it. Or how would you like to be preparing for it in October, November, December, as you normally would be doing, uh, not knowing if they're uh, when January 1st rolls around, after after Christmas has been canceled and New Year's Eve has been canceled, uh, that you're going anybody thinks there's going to be sports in February or March or April. The way it's going, it's not going to happen. But anyway, if this Dr. Scott Atlas uh, has uh, any kind of influence, it might change because um, he's, he's uh, saying that uh, there are five key facts that have been ignored for people who call for continuing the near-total lockdown. This is from a little while ago, but he says uh, the over fact number one, this is a kind of guy I want to see. I'm glad to see somebody like this showing up in the White House. This is going to drive the media insane, by the way, which is another great thing about it. The overwhelming majority of people do not have any significant risk of dying from COVID-19. Uh, the the university, Stanford University Antibody Study now estimates that the fat fatality rate is 0.1 to 0.2%, a risk far lower than previous World Health Organization estimates that were 20 to 30 times higher than that. 
Fact two, protecting older at least see if any of this makes sense to you. Protecting older at risk people eliminates hospital overcrowding. Uh, Dr. Leora Horowitz of NYU Medical Center concluded, quote, age is far and away the strongest risk factor for hospitalization. I don't think age is a risk factor for kids playing in college and high school football. I just, just me. Uh, even early WHO reports noted that 80% of all cases were mild, and more recent studies show a far more widespread rate of infection and lower rate of serious illness. Half of all people testing positive have no symptoms at all. The vast majority of younger, otherwise healthy people do not need significant medical care if they catch this infection. This guy's in the White House now saying this in Donald Trump's ear. And I, I hope that he gets in a uh, – well, Dr. Fauci's kind of old. I don't know how old uh, Scott Atlas is, but so I, I guess you don't want to see him get in an actual physical fight, although that would be entertaining, but – and uh, Fauci's a little old for that. Anyway, fact number three, vital population immunity is prevented by total isolation policies prolonging the problem. You hear that? Vital population immunity is prevented by total isolation policies, which we don't have total isolation anymore, but we have pretty close to it. You're, if you can't go into a restaurant with more than 25% capacity, but he says that prolongs the pro- uh, problem. In this virus, we know that medical care is not even necessary for the vast majority. Medical care, not hospitals. Remember when it started and uh, it was all about running out of uh, ventilators and ICU beds and all that stuff? In this virus, we know that medical care, medical care, is not even necessary for the vast majority of people who are infected. It is so mild that half of infected people are asymptomatic, shown in early data from the, the Diamond Princess ship and then in Iceland and Italy. This has, that has been falsely portrayed as a problem requiring mass isolation. In fact, infected people without severe illness are the immediately available vehicle for establishing widespread immunity. By transmitting the virus to others in a low-risk group, who then generate antibodies, they block the network of pathways toward the most vulnerable people, ultimately ending the threat. Extending whole population isolation would directly prevent that widespread immunity from developing. There are people out there as recently as the last day or two. Uh, I forget who it was. Somebody, I think it was uh, someone from Harvard, uh, a doctor who said that there should be a total lockdown. That that, that, he's, that uh, this Dr. Atlas is referring to here. This guy just in the last few days said... There should be a total, go right back to a total lockdown. Everybody goes and hides under their beds. This guy says that's the worst thing you can do. Fact four, people are dying because other, other medical care is not getting close, is not getting done, I'm sorry, due to hypothetical projections. projections. An estimated 80% of brain surgery cases were skipped. Acute stroke and heart attack patients missed their only chances for treatment, some dying and many now facing permanent disability. Now, that was, uh, that, I think that's changed some, but uh, we had Dr. Wecht on here um, a couple of times, and, and both times he said that one of the hidden uh, problems here with this is that people are not getting the attention they need. They're not going to doctors for their checkups. They're not going to uh, uh, doctors for their cancer treatments. Um, it's it's less now than it was in the beginning, but as this Dr. Atlas said, there are people who are uh, suffering permanent issues as a result of not being able to get to the doctor when the hysteria began. And fact five, we have a clearly defined population at risk who can be protected with targeted measures. It is a common-sense, achievable goal to target isolation policy to that group, including strictly monitoring Those who interact with them, nursing home residents, the highest risk, should be the most straightforward to systematically protect from infected people, given that they already live in confined places with highly restricted entry. Uh, And that's what common sense to say this from the beginning, that protect the old people. And, you know, people will say that the reason that you're not trying to keep the college uh, football players safe you're trying to prevent them from infecting other people well it, it should be up to the other people to stay away from football players if you if you know that a football player has been playing college football and you're 82 years old and, and you have a, uh, uh, a respiratory illness tell your grandson to not come and see you until he's finished with football, and he tests. And meanwhile, Grandpa can sit in the nursing home and watch his kid play football on TV. 
there's one other last thing from Dr. Atlas. Uh, strictly protect the known vulnerable, self-isolate the mildly sick, and open most workplaces and small businesses with some prudent large group precautions. This would allow the essential socializing to generate immunity among those with minimal risk of serious consequence while saving lives, preventing overcrowding of hospitals, and limiting the enormous harms compounded compounded by, I said that twice, he didn't, uh, compounded by continued local isolation, total isolation. Let's stop underemphasizing empirical evidence while instead doubling down on hypothetical models. Facts matter. In other words, calm down. Take a look at what, you know, from the beginning, some of this was understandable because nobody knew what we were dealing with. But the, the really smart people, the doctors, they've been paying attention to this, and now they know exactly, well, not exactly, but they're pretty well, they're pretty, uh, well uh, along in, in their knowledge of what this uh, disease does. And they know that it, it, it rarely affects young people seriously. I still think that the number of uh, f- people under 40 in Allegheny County who have died of COVID-19, the last, I haven't checked this too recently, but the last time I checked, it was including 20 counties in western Pennsylvania, the number was zero of people under 40. Now, that all come, this, all, uh, this uh, story with uh, Dr. Atlas coming on, he just showed up today. That's uh, that's interesting because um, just now, finally in New York, um, the Associated Press, not exactly a conservative uh, outlet, uh, says that Riverdale Nursing Home in the Bronx appears on paper to have escaped the worst of the coronavirus pandemic with an official state count of just four deaths in its 146-bed facility. The truth, according to the home, is far worse at 21 dead, most transported to hospitals before they succumbed. It was a cascading effect, is what uh, Emil Fyazov said, one after the other. So the death toll, uh, New York's uh, coronavirus death toll in nursing homes is already through the roof. And uh, I think the number that I saw is like 44% of all the deaths in the United States uh, are from nursing homes. But that number according to what's, what they're finding out now in New York, may be a, a lot higher than they're reporting because they, the, the, the uh, coronavirus death toll, already highest in the nation, could actually be a significant undercount, undercount. Unlike every other state with major outbreaks, New York only counts residents who died on nursing home property and not those who were transported to hospitals and died there. So you're getting that. So the numbers are already ridiculously high, and, and Pennsylvania, too. I'd like to see somebody do a little investigation into whether that's true in Pennsylvania. So you, you get the coronavirus because the, the governor decided to send a bunch of people to where you're living who already have the disease. You get the disease, and now you're, you're dying. So they take you out of the, uh, of the nursing home and put you in the hospital, but that doesn't count as a nursing home death because you didn't actually die in the nursing home. The way they play around with these numbers, what's the number up to now, like 160,000 uh, deaths in the United States? Um, what, does anybody really believe that number? It might be, it might be uh, um, half of that. We don't know. I mean, the number of people among that 160,000 who died only because they contracted COVID-19, that... that uh, when we hear the stories that the hospitals end up making more money and getting more um, subsidies if they're uh, showing that lots of people from COVID uh, died from COVID-19. So this is just a little story right now, but it should get bigger. Somebody in New York should uh, really investigate this. This one, as I said, this uh, the one home, Riverdale Nursing, they were listed as having four deaths in a 146-bed facility, it's actually 21. My math tells me that's five times worse than what they reported. So how many hundreds of of nursing homes in the New York area um, were uh, were, were reporting numbers that were one-fifth or one-fourth the actual number of people who died uh, because they were in the nursing home, and uh, that was the cause of their death, and even though they didn't die at the nursing home, it was in the nursing home where they caught the disease that killed them. So um, 
So a lot of interesting stuff there uh, Dr. Atlas should be looking into. And I hope people – it'll be interesting to see, and I hope people do. And I, I have my doubts about the media. But uh, if, if President Trump does it right and has Dr. Atlas at the press conferences and these briefings, let him throw his two cents in. How about a little disagreement? How about a second opinion from the, another doctor? That's something that I think is pretty common in medicine. One doctor tells you one thing, and you say, well, you know, let me, before you amputate my leg, let me get a second opinion on that. Um, that seems like a normal thing to do. So uh, when I come back, though, we're going to talk about um, uh, pregnant people. Pregnant people and our Secretary of Health here in Pennsylvania. Stick around. Synergy Group hopes this message finds you safe and healthy. Roy Locks and his team understand the concerns you have about your well-being. Those concerns may include your investments based on recent volatility in the markets. Roy believes the stock market will recover eventually, but he also understands the importance in taking steps to limit losses and finding upside. Now is the time to consider structured investments that can help you recover losses caused by COVID-19 and the recent market fallout. Call Roy today at 412-673-7760. He can help you focus on future upside in your retirement accounts. He is confident in strategies tailored for you. Roy Locks and the Synergy Group are eager to help in this turbulent period of uncertainty. 412-673-7760. That's 412-673-7760. Please be well and stay Stay safe. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors. J.W. Cole Financial and J.W. Cole Advisors are not affiliated with the Synergy Group Incorporated. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. windowsruspittsburgh.com. Finally, here's the inside story of how the deep state went after President Trump in a new book entitled Above the Law. This is Matt Whitaker, former acting United States Attorney General. My new book, Above the Law, is a first-hand account of how former FBI Chief James Comey and top officials in the Justice Department worked against President Trump. In my book, I explain how the double standards were applied to President Trump and his allies by the mainstream media to achieve its goals. And you'll learn how the Mueller investigation was able to produce a massive report for the purpose of political subversion, in spite of the fact there was no evidence of wrongdoing by the president or his campaign. I also include my thoughts on how we ensure that this never happens again to another president or American citizen. It was an honor of a lifetime to serve this administration. In my book, you'll read why I encourage everyone to say yes to the call of public service. Get an up-close and personal perspective on Obamagate from inside the Justice Department. Read Above the Law, the eye-opening new book by Matthew Whitaker, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently, and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie-cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie-cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No. Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show. 
on AM 1250. The answer. Well, there's a little bit of a stink raised because um, Jenna Ellis, the um, uh, an attorney for um, President Trump, had said uh, he, she put out a tweet. It was a picture of uh, our health secretary, Aunt Rachel, um, and said, "This is the guy who's making decisions for people's health, for your health." And Jenna Ellis was trashed for being a bigot and for not for misgendering him, her, the health secretary, whoever you want to refer to the health secretary. So this is what Jenna. This was Jenna Ellis's response. To be called a bigot for simply acknowledging scientific fact is both hilarious and tragic. The truth of biology shows that human beings are created immutably male and female, yet in our post-truth society, the progressive leftists not only demand that we affirm patently false facts, but also demand that we not offend, quote-unquote, people who insist on speaking their lies. Otherwise, we are called insensitive bigots and required to apologize. Apologize. I won't apologize. Our Constitution still protects our fundamental, God-given right to speak and affirm truth, and I'll continue to stand firm speaking and affirming truth. Somebody had the guts to say that. We've had people on this show, scientists, doctors, who uh, would agree with that. Now, meanwhile, uh, I hope I have time for this. Um, This is, uh, uh uh-oh, I don't. Uh, How much time we got left, Mike? Just run the bite. Can you run it? Women are, are feeling nervous about expanding their, their family or starting a family because of the pandemic. Why? That's exactly right, Anne-Marie. And they're worried for two different reasons. One, simply health reasons. There's so much that we don't know about the coronavirus in general and then how that impacts pregnant people in okay, a unique just, way. And then second pe- fold, there's so much economic uncertainty going on. And traditionally, when you see an economic downturn like the Great Recession in 2008 or earlier, you tend to see a decline in births. So kind of you have this perfect storm of a public health crisis combined with what we're anticipating to be a gigantic economic crisis. And the result is that a lot of women and families are simply saying now is not the right time to be either starting or expanding a family. Did you catch that? Pregnant people. That's where we are in America. That's a CBS reporter. Talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.